Brody and Eric, Super Sports Show. <laughs> Good evening, Wildcats. It is currently 5.01 p.m. and a blazing 96 degrees on this fine Monday, September 24th here in Tucson, Arizona. Welcome to Brody and Eric's Super Sports Radio Show here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio or to those listening at camp.arizona.edu and any of our podcasting platforms. I'm your host Brody Dryden here alongside my partner in crime Eric Wong. Good afternoon Wildcats and Brody did you just say 96 degrees? I did. That is 27 degrees too hot folks. I am wearing a white dress shirt and I'm looking like 2015 Sean Miller out here. It is a mess. I can attest. (laughs) But uh, it's great to have you here listening on Brody and Eric's Super Sports Show this fine afternoon. Um, We can't wait to talk to you guys about all the crazy sports. You know we've been down a couple weeks. Not a lot has been happening but this week man NFL football is in full effect. Mm MLB is kind of in a pickup. We got some major golf news and it was NBA media day. So without further ado let's kick it right in and dive right in Brody what do you want to talk about first all right let's just let's just go right in on the uh, Arizona Wildcats dive they, right in yeah they beat the Oregon State Beavers at Oregon State 35 to 14 um Khalil Tate wasn't the star of this show JJ mm-hmm. Taylor had a monster performance going... wasn't even a football game it was a track meet <laughs> <laughs> yeah he took 27 carries for 284 yards and two touchdowns he had a beautiful game I think he Broke out for that 64-yarder. Oh. That where it was just a, a simple halfback dive. Seriously. That like a, anyone would call in on a, like Madden or something, and he he took that to the house um, like there was no defense there. So that was a that was a beautiful play. But, yeah, Khalil Tate also had two touchdowns, went 9 for 17, 152 yards. Uh, what did you think about this game, Eric? Well, I caught the very end of it, or about the second half with my man Jose Pena out at Illegal Pete's, and it was quite the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest, like I said, the track me- the the track meet was not a joke. Arizona ran all over and up and down these boys. It was yeah. it was actually disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that turf needs to be resodded because it is destroyed. There was so much going on. Um, it was nice to see a running attack like this, and Arizona always seems to just be able to let the legs out and run for days up in uh, Oregon State. It happened last year, ran for like 500 yards, this this time getting 400. Crazy, crazy game. Mm-hmm. Um, it is worthy to note, though, that run you were talking about, it was sort of towards the end. Defense kind of laxed off. Arizona had a two-touchdown lead, but that yeah. final run kind of iced it and put it in the coffin. And it was sure. almost just like the cherry on top, but a very, very good Win for the Wildcats starting off 1-0 in Pac-12 play, number one in the Pac-12 South. Mm-hmm. So enjoy that while it lasts. Yeah. And uh, really, really awesome to see Arizona, though, kind of get some momentum. We were talking about last week how was Southern Utah a spark, or was it just like because it was Southern Utah? Well, mm-hmm. this game is showing maybe a little bit of a spark, and it helped having Oregon State after, not like Washington or USC or a more difficult opponent. So really, really awesome for the Wildcats to get the win and, you know, take some pressure off of Khalil Tate now. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a great time to get a, a win like this because I, I was still worried about this game after, um, you know, pummeling Southern Utah last week, you know, with, um, you know, our defense being as questionable as it's been. And, you know, that still wasn't a bright spot of our um, our game against Oregon State. You know, it held them to only 14 points. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they didn't force a single turnover. And no, when, when you true. think of, like, a route, you know, you, you get, like, an interception at least, like, at the end of the game yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. But not a single turnover. Um, they could definitely work on improving that, I believe. Um, but, yeah, overall, great game. I, I think J.J. Um, Taylor chose a, a great time to kind of bust out, take this confidence into the USC game. It's family weekend. 
this upcoming Saturday yes, here, here at the U of A. So that you know that'll be a, a lot of fun. We'll see if uh, Ethan Wong comes through. Oh man, I sure hope so. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, we thought Jefferson was gonna blow up on us, but he didn't even have a touchdown. Uh, the running back for Oregon State, but yeah, gotta be proud of the Wildcats for uh, winning. Um, USC is ranked though. That's our upcoming matchup. We're at home. We got some momentum now coming be off two wins in a row. one heck of a matchup. Yeah, so so we'll see. Uh, you know the USC post. Um, there's a guy on the Jets now, D- Dan, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, Oh, yeah. Sam Darnold, how USC will do. I, you know, I want to be hopeful, but also realistic. Yeah. I, I don't know. J.J. Taylor is going to have to have to have another monster performance. Absolutely, and let's not discredit USC. Losing Sam Darnold, number three overall pick, well, what I believe should have been the number one overall pick. Wow. But they retooled right away with this true freshman quarterback, Jay Daniels. He's already having... Um, a lot of hype around him, I'll be honest, but he's been playing okay. Only four touchdowns, three interceptions, but USC's quarterbacks always seem to have a debut against Arizona, yeah. whether it be Matt Leinart or um, I don't even know. John who. David Booty. <laughs> Shout out to John David Booty. Do you remember him? I, I, he, he was a, he was I a, thought you were making a joke. No, no. His name was literally John David Booty. That um, family runs through like the USC system, and I think he has a younger brother named something something Booty. He's <laughs> like a junior in high school right now. That's what a, what a rough time in middle school and elementary school. Oh, I know. I, I believe it. I think he was like a rookie for the Vikings the like in 2008 and then fell off. But well, John, now he yeah. is getting the booty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, of course I bet Daniels is going to go off against us or Absolutely. something. Absolutely. And it is worthy to note that uh, even at home, ESPN gives the matchup predictor 62.3% chance that USC will win this game. So mm-hmm. we got to sway that 13.3% back to the U of A side with yeah. our raucous crowd. So make sure you all show out for that game. Should be, honestly, our best matchup in test since Houston. Mm-hmm. And don't you mean 23.3? No. Th- 37 plus 13 is 50. Oh, shoot. This is one. <laughs> that, How many that times did you take math? One sixteen. I'm just. Oh, that was too. Yeah, it was a one sixteen. It's one twelve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Fred. R.I.P. Um, oh, I would like to shout out uh, a number I do know is our in-studio phone number. <laughs> nice <transition>. uh, is, <laughs> that was good. Um, so if you guys want to call in, um, roast me uh, <laughs> for <laughs> taking so many math classes, or um, you know, if you want to have any comments, questions for us about sports, about life, about anything, call five two zero six two one five eight oh six that's five two oh six two one five eight oh six if you want to be put on air um we'd appreciate some calls because we had a um dismal amount we come had, through we had a grandma kind of episode last week yeah shout out to robbie leano for um calling but um we need some more variety you know what i'm saying we don't know hockey <laughs> um but yeah usc still coming up I, I i'm that'll be a real fun game to go to um i think we'll both be in the zoo uh, look out for a uh, Camp Sports live broadcast of that game, though. So tune back into 1570 AM at kickoff. I think yeah, 7:30 PM Mountain Time. That's not our time. That's not even our time zone. Is I don't it? think so. We're I think we're Pacific. At, are we 8:30? I believe then? so. So then, um, yeah, tune in 8:30, 1570 AM, or camp.arizona.edu if you want to uh, listen to the Camp Sports live broadcast of that game. Robbie Liano and Corey Kennedy. We'll be on there with uh, Victor Garcia at the halftime show. So that'll be a good old time. Make sure to tune in. Um, Oh, also another just overall announcement. We had the debut of the Camp Sports podcast. And your very own Brody and Eric were um, the first um, of this season's, you know, hosts of the overall Camp Sports podcast. So go uh, search for that on your uh, podcasting platforms if you guys want to listen to that. Um, But, yeah, back into our show. 
um, more Arizona football stuff. What, what, what do you have for me, Eric? I mean, I think it's just really interesting, the dynamic, seeing Kevin Sumlin and Khalil Tate uh-huh. working together on the sideline, you know, because I'm a weirdo and I pay attention to that stuff. Mm. Um, it literally looks like a stepfather talking to his stepchild. Mm. Like, it, it appears to me that Khalil Tate gets the plays, does them, but it's because he knows his real mom's going to come and whoop him if he doesn't. Dang. Uh, so, you know, that's more of a, a literal metaphor when it comes to Rhett Rodriguez. <laughs> oh, my, oh, no. <laughs> because, oh. Like, you know. Shout out to Rhett Rod, though, getting in some garbage time I know. as the bona fide number two now. So, I mean, you know. He, he did throw an INT, though. Oh, dude, oh never mind. Or, Take out that shit. But anyways, yeah. it's nice to see Rhett Rod, actually. We gave him a lot of crap last year for, you know, being uh, Rhett, uh, Rich's son. You know, mm-hmm. that's the only reason why he made it. But he's fought and he's clawed his way to be the actual backup quarterback. And, you yeah. know. That should there should be something said for that, um, you know, because U of A has other quarterbacks on the depth chart, and the fact that Rhett got in there for, uh, you know, even though it was garbage time, showing that he's the number two mm-hmm. um, behind Khalil, I think is something to be proud of, because you know, um, who knows what this season could look like, especially in football. So if we give the keys to Rhett Rod, mm-hmm. you sure know that would be a raucous crowd going. But, yeah, uh, and I would like to correct myself; he did not throw an INT, but there was a turnover there in the red zone when he was quarterback. For maybe us. someone fumbled yeah, or something. Something happened. But yeah, put some respect on Rhett Rod's yeah. name. May I corrected myself? Yeah, shout out to Rhett too. Also, kind of a smart cookie to be. Oh honest. yeah, he was in my MIS. Yeah, um, tries hard. Yeah, he went to the MIS tutoring, and he was actually he had to help me with a bunch of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, he was cookie. yeah he was in my econ class. Always did the extra credit. I don't know if he got an A or not, but hey, yeah, Eller bound. Good stuff. All right. What else you right. got? Let's stop. Let's stop yeah, fondling Red <laughs> Rodriguez. He's not calling in. No, he's not. Um, no one's calling in. But if you want to, <laughs> the number is five two zero six two one five eight zero six. So please call in. Um, uh, so, so yeah, please don't get too vulgar, but please uh, please call us. Um, so yeah, let's move on. I guess that's all we have for Arizona football, kind of a quick segment. Um, but we'll move on to another NFL, another football topic. NFL. Le'Veon Bell is now being entertained for trades oh, this is... by the Pittsburgh Steelers. After all this drama, oh. he, they're finally listening. I think to like uh, Jacksonville and some things yeah. like that, which is interesting to me because Jacksonville has a stud running back in Leonard Fournette already that they used a number four overall pick on. So that's kind of surprising. Um, but yeah. Big condolences to my man Gabe Elder out there, diehard Steelers fan, probably listening right now. And uh, mm-hmm. that sucks for you, but yeah. um, rough times. Le'Veon Bell, just a unique runner. The way I've seen him run, doesn't like you know, doesn't just go at it. As more of a finesse man, you know, he'll wait, wait, set up his blocks, and then like go through. And it's really amazing to see that. Um, mm-hmm. And no one's been able to do that since. So really interesting. Uh, I think you're gonna see though, if he gets traded to a team with a bad offensive line. Like, we're not going to think so highly of Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Say what you want. The Steelers have a solid offensive line. They do. You know, they make any running back look good. So, um, still can't make Big Ben look good. I though. mean, no one. That yeah, man looks like a thumb. Yeah. No one makes that man look good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, even when they don't want it. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Anyways, back on the sports. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell, just, we'll see where he goes. He, yeah. he needs to be smart about this, but trying to cash in. Hey, I have no, no problems with. Uh, giving the man his money, and, you know, when he can't get it, he's got to go somewhere else. Yeah, and I see this being pretty difficult for Pittsburgh because, you know, even though Le'Veon Bell is a hot commodity as a running back, he, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. some issues, like some personal, (laughs) like, issues he's not easy to to work with. So, they you know, that's not very good uh, from, like, a leverage point of view. And he's not at a high-value position either, you know. You seem to get, like, passable or, you know, good running backs – Every other year in the draft, it seems like. So, you know, we'll see how much is a team willing to 
spend when you know they can roll the dice. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's that today. That's kind of what's going on with running backs in the NFL is they get drafted, and you know the running back timeline is if you have if you're have a good career, you're eight maybe nine years. The rookie contract doesn't end up till five. Mm-hmm. So I mean, teams are paying these running backs on a rookie salary, which is still you know a million, two million, um, depending on where they're drafted. But like. They do that for five years, and then they're kind of towards the end. They don't pay them. It's yeah. you know kind of a shame because these running backs take so much of the of the pounding, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, so yeah, I think that's all we have on Le'Veon Bell. But other than that, Josh Allen, the uh, rookie quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. he kind of went off this week. He did. He had that one. Him. Yeah, had that one highlight um, where he, he jumped over. Who was it? I don't know. But he, he like, totally hurdled the guy, which mm-hmm. I don't think anyone on this planet would expect from Josh Allen. No, he's Allen. like a six six white guy. Yeah, especially how um, tentative he's been playing all year, you know. So um, you love to see that. Josh Allen went off. Um, Jimmy Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo. Can, can you hear that guitar? I can. <laughs> not really. Okay. Sorry. Somebody's playing the guitar out um, in the studio here at Camp, Camp Student Radio, 1570 AM. So I was just... Um, about that. Sounds like he started playing louder once you called him out. I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's all good. We love to some background comforting mariachi music. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, unfortunately, I know Robbie Leonio, Leonio was um, heartbroken about Jimmy G tearing his ACL. Oh, is it confirmed that he it, tore yeah, it? Yeah, like, oh. I think like four hours ago. They oh, came, they you came hate out. to see yeah, it. Kyle Shanahan announced it, so you hate to see that. Um, he'll be out for the season. Any chances of the 49ers making a return to the playoffs? Um, is now out the window, I'd say, um, because I don't even know who their backup is. They could sign Kaepernick. <laughs> they could. That would be the quite return, the reunion. Yeah. Then the, all the Nike ads would be a sham because, you know, the, what? I'm, well, I'll be right back. <laughs> all right. Eric Wong is leaving the studio right now. I don't know if he's going on strike or um, going on hiatus. Oh, he's calling. He's calling out Nate, the engineering director of Camp Student Radio, for playing mariachi music too loud. Um, we love you, Nate, but you know, <laughs> you could kind of hear it. Um, <laughs> he, he, continue, he continues to play. I honestly don't mind. Nice yeah, little relaxing it's background. Whatever. It is what it is. Guitar. Also, no one's called in yet. So if you want to call into our show, the number is five two zero six two one five eight zero six. Do you have any um, NFL things you want to touch on, Eric? I want to bring up a brand new segment live. Brody didn't know I was going to do this. No, I'm I Brody didn't. and Eric Super Sports. So we're playing Would You Rather. Oh. And so my question for you is on this fine uh, segment, Brody, is would you rather give up a valuable asset for Le'Veon Bell or roll your dice and get a compensatory pick in next year's draft? Hmm. I would... I would definitely go. What team am I? Can you just assign a team? <laughs> so let's I know say what a team, that, I'm in. a team that needs a running back. Uh, let's say the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not taking Le'Veon. Really, a team that has Kirk Cousins at the ship, uh, and really a solid defense, but what lacks, you can't really think of any star playmakers on the offensive side. Le'Veon's not going to make a difference in Washington. No, he's in Minnesota. Oh, now. Minnesota. Um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm the worst sports host on the radio. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You're better than Scott Van Pelt. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't take Le'Veon. I think 
I, I just really don't like the, the whole attitude issues, how he doesn't like playing. True. Um, you know, you know, he's getting paid millions of dollars. Just get out there on the field and play. You That's know? true. Simple as that. So what what about you? What would you do in that situation? I would I would take Le'Veon, especially as a team that's so on the cusp of making a Super Bowl and really what is an NFC that really is the Rams and honestly no one really else. So I think uh, that could push them over the edge and make the Vikings a, a solid team. So I don't know. I would make the do. I would make. I would pull the trigger. Okay. I, I think I'd rather take a comeback of Adrian Peterson. Oh, that would be lovely to see. Mm-hmm. He's killing it in Washington now. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I saw he passed like Jim Brown. Yeah. As um. One of the top ten. Oh. oh, we finally got a call. Thank you. All right, Eric, answer that phone. We'll put you on air. Who is it? How's it going? We're about to put you on air. Just say your name. <laughs> no, who is oh, okay. Just do it. All right, yeah. Did you? Just got... Hello, hello. Can, can you hear me? Hello? Did... Hello? Oh, did we just get hung up on? Hello? Might have just gotten crank on. Oh, man. You hate to see it. Well... Thank you anyway for trying, whoever you were, if you want to try calling again. Um, Unless you weren't trying or you're trying to mess with us then. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, there was nothing. So um, 520-621-5806 is that number. Please call and actually say something. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I would just like you to re- uh, I want to take you back and set the or, scene. W- wait, remember what? Do you think it was Steve again? Remember we couldn't hear anything that one time? Uh, I don't think so. But I just want to set the stage for the folks out there. Your face lit up like a five-year-old <laughs> on Christmas morning when you saw the phone light ring. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't this man's jaw hit his legs and his eyebrows touched the ceiling. This man got more excited. Oh, I can't say that on air, but he got really excited. And uh, yeah, just more excited than Ennis Cantor thinking about the playoffs, you say? Oh, oh man, let's jump right into that. Was, NBA. Let's, that was some let, weird stuff. Let, no, let's just jump right into NBA Media Day. So I just have a little clip to play, obviously, NBA Media Day, big ol'. Um, thing. Oh, we got another call coming in. All right. I was trying to make this right this time. Yeah. Answer the phone. Ask who it is. Hello. Who is this? It's Hannah. Oh, it's Hannah. All right, Hannah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, Hannah. You are on air. I was just wondering your guys' thoughts on Aaron Rodgers and I... how he's doing in the season so far. Okay. Just thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. All right, Hannah. Thank you so much for that call. We really appreciate it. Um, so Aaron Rodgers, obviously quarterback of the Packers. How did they do last week? Um, I don't know, but I am not. I think Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback, but I am not his biggest fan. I think he's the second best quarterback in the league. But to Tom Brady. Yeah, but Aaron oh, man, Rodgers. They, they lost to the Redskins, thirty-one uh, to seventeen. Yeah, and exactly. Aaron Rodgers, pers- to me, has the personality of a of a board. Of a board. Yeah, I just oh, don't like, think he's a very personable guy. Kinda I mean, that doesn't have to do with football. Mon- I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> speaking personally on my feelings towards the man. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Aaron Rodgers, he has 832 passing yards, six touchdowns, average quarterback rating of 46.7. Oh, that's a no thank you. So, um, yeah, not great, but, I, you know, he has a win, a tie, and a loss. He just wants to touch all of them before he wins out the rest of the season. <laughs> what an Aaron Rodgers thing to do. I know, yeah. He's going to um, play at home against the Bills. I think Josh Allen coming off that um, hot game last week, I don't think he can um, go into Green Bay and take a win yeah so i'd say you know aaron Rodgers is going to do what aaron Rodgers is going to do uh pro bowler always an mvp candidate so yeah thank mm-hmm. you so much for calling hannah but i think your boy is good and ready to roll uh, okay or is that, i don't know <laughs> yeah, what yeah, yeah 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 thank, thank you for calling hannah we really appreciate the question um but yeah back to our slick transition oh. into nba media day um ennis Cantor, 
is the representative of um, the Knicks, if that tells you anything about the New York Knicks. Yeah. Um, I just have a little clip to play for you. So let's um, cue up the uh, – this is from a. By the way, this is a tweet from uh, Sportsnet New York. We give we give credit where it's due here on Camp Student Radio. Uh, so just listen. Listen to this. What's your reaction to that? I like it a lot, man, because I've been to playoffs before, and then that's everybody's. That, that that should be everybody's goal. You know, it's the playoffs. When I think about playoffs, my nipples get hurt. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's the thing, man. It's the did you hear that, Eric? Oh, my goodness. I, I heard it, and I wish I didn't. <laughs> Ennis Cantor says, when I think about the playoffs, my nipples get hard. Uh, let's And, folks, for those of you who don't know, Ennis Cantor is uh, not a stud no. by any means. He's uh, the bad guy from uh, The Goonies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he sort of looks like a smaller version of Andre the Giant's character in um, – what, the, uh, princess the Princess Bride, bride yeah. and uh, just kind of a doofy-looking fella. So yeah. when you he described, and he's not a very in-shape man either. Uh, no. he, uh, he's always working out with LeBron, though. Yeah. Like, he's always the one like busting through like a YMCA in Brooklyn with LeBron. That's true, Random. but he, uh, just, no matter what he does, kind of always just a little pudgy. Yeah, but no, anyways. no one gave Ennis Cantor the, the memo, you're not supposed to put your IQ level on your jersey number. <laughs> but I'm sure. He's a double zero, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just really not a pleasant sound to hear. And then also... A weird, a weird way to describe um, making the playoffs, wouldn't you say, Brady? I know, yeah, and I think that's all he's going to be doing. You know, I think he, his nipples will be very hard for a long time because he's only going to be thinking about the playoffs, not getting to them. That's him. true, and. Speaking personally, Brody and I do not have much postseason uh, experience in basketball. No, we However, don't. Um, I never for a second think about maybe making the playoffs in high school. My nipples did never get hard. Yeah, still, still a weird experience. So that was Ennis Cantor um, for the the representative for the New York Knicks at NBA Media Day. Also, um, the Toronto Raptors had a few guys out there. They had Kyle Lowry. They had Kawhi Leonard, their new signee, or you know, their, who they just got in the trade, and also Danny Green. Um, it was kind of weird watching Kawhi's press conference. He was smiling. Oh, was, he was he was laughing. But did you hear his laugh? It was weird. Kawhi's laugh. <laughs> yeah, but like, literally hey, awful. It, it, baby steps, you know. I guess, it, man. So like, I, I I was happy to see it because I'm a fan of the Kawhi trade as a Toronto Raptors fan. I'm glad. Uh, much respect, much love for Demar Derozan, but I'm really happy we got Kawhi. He's a all around superstar, and um, seeing him smiling, laughing at media day really means a lot to me. It really touches my heart. I would like to um, though have a PSA briefly. Um, we need to save the trapped white man inside of Kawhi Leonard's body because he has nice. absolutely no no swag, no game, <laughs> no charisma whatsoever. He is Yikes. just he is a board, and I think Kawhi Leonard needs some. Everyone's just a board to you. <laughs> yeah, <aren't> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like who, who was, oh, oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! <laughs> that, was, that, was, that, that was disgusting. That was a hot. All right, so uh, who has a colorful personality to you? You, Brody Dryden. That's a lie. <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> uh, you know like a, sport, a sports. Oh, um, uh, Terrell Owens has a very color. Lavar uh, Ball has Le- a colorful personality. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know uh, who else. Who else has a colorful sports pe- person? Marshawn Lynch has a colorful sports personality. I guess so. I, honestly, he's more of a board than like. But the he, but he, the way he presents his boredness <laughs> makes him colorful. I guess so. Yeah, you're honestly right on that. Also, um, moving on to and throughout NBA Media Day, Mello was introduced on the Rockets. Um, Chris Paul was their representative. He talked a, a little bit about it. Mike D'Antoni. Um, kind of gave a non-answer when they asked about what Melo's um, role on the team would be. You know, mm-hmm. people are thinking like 
is Melo going to be uh, coming off the bench? Like, you know, yeah. it, you know, he wants to be a starter, obviously. Um, and they, you know, uh, he gave uh, like a non-answer. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, we'll see how he works out in practice or something. It's like you guys have been practicing. You know, you're not, <laughs> you like, know you, what you've been doing, yeah, Dan yeah, Tony. Yeah, they just don't want to um, take the heat. But um, yeah, we'll see. What do you think? Melo should be a starter on the Rockets. Ooh. Do you think he can work like alongside PJ Tucker there? Ooh. Do you think more of a backup role would work best? That's interesting. Yeah. It's a very good point you bring up, Brody, and I thank you for raising it. Um, <laughs> I think I think they gotta put him in as a starter. Um, I think you know, Melo's uh, uh, old Mellow is still better than a less old PJ Tucker, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so I think you give it the good old Tucson try and uh, see where it's at, and honestly hope that he gels well <laughs> yeah. with uh, Chris Paul and James Harden. I think that's a very heavy loaded, and then you got Clint Capella. That's that is like. A, a a poor man's big four. Clint Capella solid, yeah. like a like Made above big average. improvements the yeah. past year. Seriously, and so like not a star, but like more than a role player. Less, but like between role player and star, Clint Capella, mm-hmm. James Harden, obviously top three play, top five player in the league. Chris Paul, top ten, and uh, aging Melo still in the top twenty five. I'd say so. Yeah. You got a poor man's big four out there. I see what you. Throw them on the court and see what they can do. Yeah, the only thing that's concerning for me is effort from Melo. That's because, true. Because, like, you know, you don't want to stick Melo on the bench if, you know, his overall as a starter goes from, like, an 85 right yeah. now. Throw him on the bench. He's, like, a 71 because, you know, he's like, oh, I'm not valued. I, yeah. I, I don't, I'm not a bench player. I'm a starter, so I'm not even going to try. Like, I don't want to be here because, you know, you don't you don't want that um, limited role to kind of mess with him mentally. I think, though, that's where – Chris Paul, you know, it's well documented that Chris Paul and Melo are homies. Yeah. And I think that is like the They're good. part of the brotherhood with yeah. Dwayne Wade and uh, LeBron. Yeah, well. absolutely. So I think uh, Melo needs, Chris Paul needs to have like an attribute badge on 2K with his foot going to Melo's like butt. Like whenever Melo just gets lazy, just <laughs> like right there, uh, letting him know um, what's going on. So I think that'll help definitely in Melo's drive. And like, you're know, not saying he didn't respect Paul George or. Russell Westbrook, but I think, you know, there was just that lack of, like, you know, even though if, like, we're contemporaries and uh, I respect you, <laughs> that, um, you know, coming from a friend, it means a little bit more, so, you know. Yeah, yeah I think, um, yeah, I definitely think that that's a good asset that, you know, if Chris Paul understands Melo should be on the bench and talks to him or something, because he's kind of, the, even though Harden's the best player, obviously Chris Paul is the most seasoned Veteran, he's the, I think he's the leader. The leader, yeah, yeah, I was about to say. So, um, but yeah, that's about it for the Rockets. I don't know if you heard about Carl Anthony Towns. I think it was like a and the Jimmy Butler ordeal. Yeah, yeah, but oh. he, to to preface that, I mean, I guess this isn't directly related, but um, Carl Anthony Towns just got a five year extension. I think it was one hundred ninety million. Oh my like goodness! A super extension um, by the Timberwolves. So that means you know Carl Anthony Towns is in Minnesota to stay. But yeah, obviously there's been some drama. In Minnesota, there, there's rumors of Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. having relations with Carl uh, Anthony Towns' girlfriend, oh. and there was some drama going on there. Carl Anthony Towns found out. He said, you know, I, I'm the future of this team. Get Jimmy Butler out of there. Now there's all of a sudden been trade rumors of mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler going to, like, Miami or uh, Milwaukee. So it's just like, oh, a lot of drama's going down. I think um, Minnesota knows where their heart is keeping Carl Anthony Towns there, but now they got to get Jimmy Butler out because the, the chemistry is not going to be there. Oh, J- absolutely. Jimmy B is still there. Now let's talk about this, Brody. Regardless of scandal and, you know, drama side, I don't feel that Carl Anthony Towns deserved that big of an extension. He's good, yeah. don't get me wrong, but what has he really done? Got him to the playoffs once to get swept, 
And yeah. I don't know. I think well, would you would you I guess I'm asking you would you pay him the money I, that they did? I think if you're Minnesota, yes, because if if you you don't want to risk losing him because he's their whole future. I think Carl Anthony Towns is literally like a once in a few career type players. He's, he's like so, 22. He's so young. He still has like so, he's gotten so much better. Like I'd say he's already a superstar. In a su- the I say he's an all star. I don't a superstar. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I mean, let's break it down. All right, centers. Would you agree he's a center? He's not yeah, a power forward. Yeah, he's so a then center. We don't compare him with Anthony Davis. No. So let's talk about centers. Him, Demarcus Cousins. I still think is a great center. Uh, who else? What are the centers we got in the league? Exactly. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Like Marcus Gasol. Like he's I past guess. his prime. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think. You, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I think Carl Anthony point. Towns is a superstar, and you, you know, he's very like involved in like com- the community on social media stuff like that. You always hear about him, like in 2K stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I think um, Carl Anthony Towns. I, I would give him the money. I think Minnesota made the right move. Lock him in for five years. You know, obviously, um, maybe be able to trade him down the line if um, something happens. But, you know, I, I'd say get Jimmy Butler out of there. Start working with other people by that fifth year of Carl Anthony Towns' contract. Try to make a run yeah. for it all. Because by then, Golden State's going to be back down. Yeah, and I will. And I was correct. Uh, Carl Anthony, 22. Jimmy Butler was like 28. Yeah, so, he's, he's not a young guy anymore. So, I mean, I think that is uh, truly, truly something to note and uh, be yeah. mindful. And, you know. I, I'd almost question, though, how much long. I've heard the other things, like, it's a worse culture than we realize. Like, Tom Thibodeau, his, like, you know, grind, grind, run my players in the ground that he worked in Chicago for him, um, apparently does not fly with yeah. the Minnesota culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think another thing that's really holding Minnesota back is uh, what the heck is going on with Andrew Wiggins? You know, he's he's more and more – he's only 23, but he's more and more starting to look like a bust. Yeah, I say they get him out of there too. Really? Because I, yeah, I'm i not a big Andrew Wiggins fan. You know, he's fun in 2K sometimes yeah. when he randomly posterize somebody. But, yeah, I don't think Andrew Wiggins is close to living up to yeah. what – Because um, he can't shoot really. Yeah, he doesn't have a three-point shot, which is kind of essential for – you know, he's kind of shooting guard small forward. Yeah. You, you, you really need that. You know, obviously he jumps out the gym. But, yeah, I, I say get him out of there, get Jim. Butler out of there, get some guys, get a little bit of um, people with some potential to grow, also some veterans in there. And I, I wouldn't expect for them to win much this year, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, maybe coming up, you know, the yeah. year after that, just, you know, considering the circumstances, that that's what's got to happen. Isn't it crazy? That's why the NBA is so fascinating. Like, they brought in Jimmy Butler literally a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and they had Wiggins, Jimmy, Jeff, like, they looked like a serious... Yeah, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, yeah, they... Aging, look, but still Derrick Rose. Still, yeah, and they look serious. Um, you know, then uh, these things happen. Wiggins still just isn't really developing. You know, not say to give up on him yet. Again, Wiggins is only 23 years old, but mm-hmm. clock's ticking. And uh, now my question is, Brody, do you think they should have maybe given up Andrew Wiggins instead of Zach Levine in that Chicago trade? Hmm. I would rather have Zach Levine. Yeah. Because he has that shot. He has, and he was already, you know, firm in there and the, um, you know, not only Minnesota fan base, mm-hmm. but, you know, with, He'd been like through the ringer with Minnesota. Was he there before Carl Anthony Towns? Him and Wiggins were the same draft class. Oh, we got a call coming in. Let's see who it is, Eric. That's not a very pleasant face. Who is it? Uh, hello. Who is this? Who is it? Tracy from Patriots game. I don't know. All right, Tracy, we're about to put you on the air. Tracy. All right, Tracy. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hi, Tracy. How are you doing today? Oh, very good. How are you? Oh, good. Very good. Do you have a question for us? Yeah. I just want to ask a serious question. 
Serious questions only. Yeah. Yeah. Who is your favorite Patriots player and why? Oh, I hate all Patriots players. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tracy, for the question. Um, Thank you so much for calling. Um, so Patriots, man, that that's kind of a touchy subject. It is. It's a sore one. Um, no disrespect to Tracy. I actually have a very lot of family in New England, and they're mm-hmm. a huge Patriots fan. I respect the organization. Yeah. Um, but again, it seems like once Patriots players go up there, they just become very robotic mm-hmm. in how they connect with the fan base. You yeah. know, um, Belichick runs a very tight ship, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Rob Gronkowski just goes to U of A. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to also agree with Rob Gronkowski. We got another uh, phone call coming in right now, but yeah, I'd also have to say Rob oh. Gronkowski, growing up watching him um, kill it no, in the I Las Vegas Bowl with um, uh, Willie Tuitama, just that childhood connection. you got to love uh, Rob Gronkowski. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for your question, Tracy. we got another phone call coming right up. No? <laughs> who, who was it? It's Tracy again. Just be, I don't know. Oh, it's Tracy again? Okay. <laughs> well, I, I I would take another question from Tracy. Uh, Eric no, Wong. Oh, did she have another question? I don't know. Oh, okay. Wow. Tracy, if you want to call again, <laughs> Eric won't be as much of a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll answer it next time. I've never gotten phone calls. I don't know how to react to Okay. No. All you have to do is ask for the name, and we'll put them on. Sorry about that, Tracy. That was all Eric Wong. That, that was all <laughs> Eric Wong. I apologize, Wong. Tracy. The pressure's cracking. Yeah, 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 it really is. Um, we will take any questions. All right, I, I, I don't mind. Who, I, 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 do you know a Tracy? Or is this I, like I a, just an actual? I, I don't know a Tracy. Neither do I. Maybe so, I should if I. I, I have if a I'm feeling it might be a fake name. Yeah, if I'm supposed to know you, Tracy, I apologize. The same, actually. Yeah, now I feel kind of bad if I actually know a Tracy out there. Um, but yeah, Rob Gronkowski, U of A goat. Um, yeah. Oh, I guess um, Teddy Bruschi would be the ultimate. Oh yeah. Favorite. I, yeah, I remember him uh, sacking Jake Plummer when he was the you know the renewing the U of A ASU rivalry back in the NFL, um, which was awesome. So yeah, thank you for that question, Tracy. <laughs> Eric is um, very anxious right now. I, I just he, feel really he bad. Took, he took his headphones yeah. off. He's just not in the zone anymore. I'm sorry, Tracy. I look like a NASA. Um, w- what like did computer. she say to you when you picked she, up the she phone? She just got like, Eric, how could you hang up on me? Oh my I was goodness. like, oh, I'm so sorry, Tracy. Yeah, sorry, Tracy. I, to my understanding, I thought you guys were you were done with the question, Tracy. Yeah. So I just kind of um, took you off. So. Yeah, I, I look distressed. But, but, I but look if like you a actually want to, if you have another urgent question that you need answering, uh, feel free to call again, and we'll put you on. And anyone else that wants to call and get on this bonanza, of yeah. a, um, <laughs> um, call fest. <laughs> the number uh, for calling us is five two zero six two one five eight zero six. That's five two zero six two one. 5806 if you want to give us a call here on Brody and Eric's Super Sports Radio Show um, on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio. We're going to actually go to a very quick commercial break. Quick commercial break. Um, Please call, um, and we'll be right back. Muscleman's Honda reminds us that it's back to school time. Remember, some children are headed to and from school on their own for the first time. While walking and talking, they're not always mindful of traffic hazards. So in the morning and early afternoons, please drive with extra caution. This message is brought to you by Muscleman's Honda, your headquarters for new and pre-owned motorcycles, ATVs, side-by-sides, scooters, parts, and accessories since 1948. Online at MuscelmanHonda.com. Muscleman's Honda is on the air because they care about our children's safety.
Brody and Eric, Super Sports Show. <laughs> We're so sorry. We are so sorry about that, folks. We have another phone call though. Um, the, there's somebody on the line. I'll put you on. We're so I'm sorry about that little technical <laughs> difficulty right there. All right. Uh, could I get your name? Who, who, who's on the phone? Can, or can 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 you hear me, sir? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I uh, can hear you. My, I'm Dan. Dan, nice to meet you, Dan. What do you have for us? All right. So I'm not a bi- I'm I'm not a big sports fan, okay. but I heard great reviews about your show. Oh. I'm oh. trying to get into basketball. I'm trying to get into basketball. I was wondering. Are the Celtics playing tonight? Oh. <laughs> oh boy, Dan, Dan, boy, is that a question I've is that is that a question oh if I've ever heard one? My goodness, Dan, is that, is that all you have for us? I that is all I have. All right, thank you so much for having me on. Guys. Of course, anytime, Dan. Anytime, Dan. Um, please, uh, uh please call back. I'd um, like to answer this question yeah. uh, for Dan. Dan, let me tell you first uh, personally that. Every Thursday night, the Celtics are right in Tucson, Arizona. Court row seats, Brody and I have a really, really good time. Not with each other, though. We, we sit across the, the, uh, the Across court. the courtside seats. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm going to – they're not playing tonight. I, I have yeah. to break it to you. The Celtics are not playing tonight. It's, a, it's an off-season. It is an off-season. It's not know. only the off-season. It is an off-season. So, um, <laughs> yeah, every Thursday night for you, I mean, two, two fraternities. Yeah, the Celt- <laughs> that was that was a 100% of flex. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we would like to say, uh, Dan, if you if you have some tickets to a Celtics game. Yeah, and, uh, yeah Dan, anyone... Dan, if you ever want to call back, you know, we're here every Monday, uh, 5 to 6 p.m. If you have some advice for, uh, you know, getting us into a Celtics game. You know, we'd, we'd love... I haven't seen the Celtics play in a while. I know, yeah. You hate to see it, but... Um, Settling for Suns games out here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just always, you go in with so much excitement, and then you walk out disappointed yeah. and feeling, was that it? Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping Gordon... <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping Gordon Hayward um, really makes a huge comeback Yeah. this year. Like, because I, all over the place. Yeah. A really big comeback. Yeah, because I, I think... Yeah, I think Gordon Hayward really has the potential to bring this team back around. And, high you know, offense, high defense... Oh, the dial tone. We could have been getting calls right now, Eric. And been sitting. All right, yeah. If you want to call, please call. I'm sorry if it was a busy tone um, before, but yeah. So yeah, Celtics are not playing tonight, unfortunately. But we'll we'll look into it. We'll look oh, into it. That was a great question. Thank yeah, you, Dan. Thank you so much, Dan. Hope you enjoyed that PSA. Shout out to Amanda Chesin. She's also um, the wonderful voice that um, goes in our intro. Mm. So yeah, you love to see that. Um, th- welcome back to Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show, though here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio or camp.arizona.edu. Let's not a Tiger Woods. That's been oh, a big news story. Speaking of the Celtics, let's <laughs> talk about Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah, Tiger Woods um, made a big comeback in the uh, PGA Tour Championship. Huge comeback. Huge comeback. Tour Championship 2018. Tiger Woods finished number one um, with an under 11, 11 under. You know, we know golf. 11 under was his score um, to uh, win it all. You should have seen the highlights. I'm sure you saw Eric. Oh, it was a, crazy. The flood of people. Shout out Danny Initial mm-hmm. for uh, sending that in the FCC snap um, group because it, everyone was flocking oh, it was towards ridiculous. Tiger It looked Woods. like a scene from Caddyshack. Yeah, it looked like a scene from World War Z oh. <laughs> because of how many people were flocking towards uh, Tiger Woods. You love to see Tiger Woods. I'm so happy he came back because he's really the face of golf. Popularity for the sport dips mm-hmm. when he does bad or – you know, yeah. when he's not present in the game. So I think this is very healthy for the sport of golf. Um, you love to see well, – what are your thoughts on this, Eric? Well, you love to see a good comeback story. And I, I was watching ESPN earlier, and mm-hmm. it was a great thing that I heard um, one of the analysts say is uh, the reason why we all love Tiger Woods so much is 
somehow he is David and Goliath at the exact same time wow. in this sport. A man who is one who has the second most major wins of all time, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time is always seeming to fight and claw his way back, mm-hmm. while also always being like favored in some ways, thinking, oh, this might be the the, 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 the tournament, people better watch out, and then always just falling short. Mm-hmm. And so this was kind of like the culmination. Personally, um, as an amateur golfer myself, and really someone who fell in love with the sport because of um, Tiger Woods. Yeah. Really, really awesome to see. Made me happy to see. And, you know, regardless of his personal issues, I don't think it's fair to judge this man um, on his past actions. Um, and, you know, he's really, really coming back as a golfer. And that's what we should respect him as. He's got a little bit of time. And you know what's funny also? Mm-hmm. This wasn't even a major. Like, folks, for those of you, golf is similar to tennis where there's like four majors. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the U.S. Open, the Masters, the British Open, and uh, the PGA Tour Championship. Mm-hmm. And so this wasn't even one of those, but we act like it and we talk like Tiger just won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. He won, like, you know, a decent tournament. You know, this gives him some momentum, but it's really awesome. and It's, like, giving us more. So it's, like, still he won and is, like, Goliath-like, but he's still David in the sense that, you know, we want him to win a major. Yeah, exactly. So really, really awesome to see. Happy for Tiger. Yeah, so am I. So I'm um, looking forward to, you know, hopefully he'll be back in some more tournaments. Wouldn't be, you know, with kind of his health issues and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this stage in career, wouldn't be surprised if he, like, took a few yeah. <laughs> off or something and came back strong again. But, yeah, you love to see that. Definitely um, golf will get yeah. a boost. And I think we need to also talk about that uh, this wasn't, like, a close tournament. Tiger, like, owned this tournament. Like, yeah. Tiger was playing, like, old Tiger. Mm-hmm. And so it was really cool to see. He finished 11-under, and the nearest one was 9-under. I know that's, like, oh, only two strokes, but, you know, mm-hmm. that's still two birdies or an eagle. Like, you know, and it's yeah. not easy to get in golf, so... Yeah. A, a good a good win for Tiger, honestly. Yeah. And uh, just one more shout-out to our phone number. We only have eight minutes left. Now we have a uh, show after us, so we won't be going the full mm. hour. So uh, we'll be get out, getting out of here in eight minutes. So if you want to call, um, our number is 520-621-5806. All right. Now, another segment of Would You Rather, <laughs> the segment where I asked Brody Dryden questions he was not expecting and that I just came up 30 seconds ago. Brody Dryden, <laughs> yeah. would you rather have to take – uh, a Tiger Woods golf swing to the let's say let's say to the shin. Okay. So a shattered shin, mm-hmm. or a Conor McGregor punch to the jaw. Hmm. I mean, the jaw could just like mess my speech and eating up for for weeks. You know. That's so true. It's like, I'd risk, you know, a shout out to uh, the Disability Resource Center here at the <laughs> University of Arizona. They do a great job of accommodating all students. That's true. Um, that's true. They would give me a ride to all my classes, you know, with their golf carts. So I how, could, how fitting to be taken out by Tiger Woods oh, and, and then, then ride a golf, golf cart. cart to class. So, yeah, I would definitely take the golf cart um, or golf swing to the shin. What about you? Oh, um, I agree that uh, the Conor McGregor thing would hurt a lot. But that could break your jaw. It, it could, but we don't have trained jaws. Uh, do, or do we get a mouth guard? No, you're you're it's just raw, raw dogging it. <laughs> uh, but the thought of taking a driver to the shin is just a is is the biggest no thank you I could ever imagine. Yeah. So I'm gonna say the jaw one. Like, wow. I just I just relax my jaw. That's just <laughs> disagree with me. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> thank you for another awesome segment of yeah. Would You Rather, Brody. Yeah. Always a pleasure having you yeah, in that segment. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So moving on to the. I'll MLB. always have you, Brody. Oh. 
All right. <laughs> okay. If, um, for those of you not in the studio, which is everybody listening to this, Eric Wong just caressed my thigh. Um, so, More like the knee before you wimped out like a weenie. <laughs> okay. Anyways, <laughs> so, so uh, Major League Baseball, the only news I have was Kanye West threw out the first pitch of the Chicago White Sox um, game. But like, was it Kanye West? Or Yes. No, it wasn't. Oh. It was his son. Oh, they both did. He threw one. And, oh. Or I, I think it was North, his daughter. Oh. Looks like a boy. Or wait, is North his son? No, no Saint's North... the son. And then North I don't is know. The why daughter. can't they yeah, just name Nori. Why can't they just name their kids regularly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Saint's the son, and it was Northwest that he. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that he just name out. your kids regularly. <laughs> yeah, but, so they they threw it out. Yeah. It was a beautiful sight to see. He, had, he the he'd done it before back in like 2008, <clears throat> I think, like after graduation dropped, and yeah. um, with his mother Donda, who has since passed away. Oh, obviously, been a, a big inspiration for a lot of his music. Um, so yeah, you love to see that. Kanye um, tweeting, all that stuff. Um, I think he's got new music dropping, apparently. He's tweeted out some things in like five days. Um, something's supposed to be dropping. Do you have any MLB news? Uh, well, honestly, no. My Giants are out of kind of falling off the track a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Sox killed the Yankees. They clinched the division. Yankees since just clinched a playoff spot. So you'll have more of that in the playoffs. But, um, you know, Red Sox are honestly having just heard about them and seen some highlights. They're my pick to win the World Series this year. Yeah, I think um, the Mariners aren't going to do anything this year. They're doing really bad um, standings-wise. I They're out. So, yeah, that's kind of the news there. Honestly, though, you know, <laughs> baseball is it is what it is. We just grinding on it, but yeah. Yeah, so um, but into MLS news. Oh. This, is, this is the sports content I this know every, all of our listeners wanted to hear. Um, the Western Conference, um, Seattle Sounders are now above L.A. Galaxy. You know, everyone oh. thought the L.A. Galaxy were a for sure number one um, going into the year because they uh, signed Zlatan Ibrahimovic, but no, Seattle Sounders are above them at number the number six spot. Um, so they are uh, right now twenty or no, they are thirteen and five. Hmm. Uh, thirteen five and eleven, which is a huge improvement. I think they started out winless. I think they did for like six or seven games, and they I think they're on like an eleven game win streak right now. Like it's absolutely unreal, especially in soccer. You never see that. Um, but the LA Galaxy had a team. I have a, I this was just notable because it made a lot of news. Latani Ibrahimovic um, called this seven-year-old girl who sang the national um, anthem the MVP of the game. Oh, it was, you'd it like was to a see beautiful it. rendition of the national anthem. Would, would you like to hear? Let's it? cue it up. All right, let's let's listen to it right quick. All right, it's on. Uh, this is credit to ABC Seven. I think this is Los Angeles's um, ABC local affili- news affiliate. Yeah, local news ABC affiliate. We'll turn on that. stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight oh the ramparts we watched were all right, yeah, that's uh, that's about all we're gonna give you for the national anthem there. But it was you could tell it was a beautiful per- performance. Bro, do you want my honest opinion? Oh, 
It was average. Oh, was my average. goodness. My I mean, goodness. you know, I think we give a lot of credit. Not disrespecting her. It was, it was pretty. But I think, you know, just I mean, the fact that she's a young girl, we like, oh, wow. And like, you know, if you heard a grown woman seeing that, you'd be like, oh, this isn't so good. I'm, she's seven years old. Hey, no one was kneeling for this one. So oh, <laughs> I'm just, that, that's all oh. I'm going to say. Oh, that's true. And, well. I, and there's like half of the team is like Swedish. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I, I think that says a lot. Yeah, they don't even need to, yeah, they don't even know what yeah. these words mean. Yeah, that, that was Malia Emma, by the way, seven-year-old. Very nice, know. very nice voice. Girls got a future, but I didn't think Zlatan was definitely hyping it up like the classic Zlatan he is. All right. All right. Well, we have two minutes left of the show. I think that means it's time for the on this day in sports oh, history. Yes. I'm, I like to say, to, I, I like to proclaim this day as kind of a Babe Ruth day. He had two things happen on oh, this day. Oh, yes, and, please. The um, Great Bambino. Yeah, well, I think they're like 15 years apart. So in 1919, Babe Ruth set a season home run record at 28. Oh, isn't that he, crazy what steroids can do? <laughs> it really is. Yeah, um, the great Bambino hit 28. Uh, it was when he was on the Red Sox. Um, it was off of the Yankee, too. Bob Shockey. Also, let's take a quick minute to go back to the photo of Babe Ruth. Now, if you didn't know anything about Babe Ruth, that man looks like a 1920 accountant. Like He does not <laughs> look like a he, professional athlete, one no, of the greatest baseball yeah. players of all time. He's this, a very pudgy, average-looking guy. So I don't know. Honestly... This is another controversial hot take. Was Babe Ruth really that good? Yes. I mean, like, you, I mean, you, play, you, you play to the competition you're given. I guess, So it's like, man. obviously, the game's developed, but what would the baseball was like 30 years old at like that Like, you point. throw Babe... All right, let's just say. All right, I, okay, I respect that, but... You throw Babe Ruth into a current MLB situation. Oh, he's not making a team. No, he's I not mean, making a little league like team. Like they're they're pitching like back in the, they were pitching like I think tops like 60, 70 miles an yeah. hour. Like they didn't even wear hard hats. Like they wore cloth hats because if you got hit in the head, it would hurt, but they wouldn't kill you, you know. But but also that was like the top notch. That's something that those were pushing standards that no one other baseball players had ever seen. But before. now you got high schoolers out here throwing 85, 90. Well, yeah, but that's because the game's advanced, you know. So like now. You know, players are brought up seeing those kinds of numbers, so they're used to it. But then it was still such a new game. You know, they they weren't even used to it. That was just the same level of difficulty. But so if you were to throw him in a game today, he wouldn't stand a chance. But I still, I I, I would never discredit his I will le- say, don't, legendary yeah, status. Don't discredit the legends. I, I respect him, but I just want to acknowledge that you know, mm-hmm. just you know, have some perspective. Yeah. All right. So we are really out of time here on uh, Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show. But the yeah, the other um, Babe Ruth event that happened on this day was 1934. Um, the uh, it was Babe Ruth's final appearance at Yankee Stadium, so uh, obviously he had that kind of sham end of his career with the uh, at Baltimore. I, I, I don't even know this. Yeah. He, oh, we have one well, last, last phone call. call. We'll last second call. We'll take, we'll take it. it real quick. Just who is Hello? it? Who is this? Who is it? This is who? Corbin. Oh. All right. All right, Corbin. White mama. Oh, Corbin. Oh, Corbin the... It sounds like him. It's not him. Corbin. Hello. Can you hear me? It's Corbin Shifley listening. Oh, Corbin. Oh, yes. Cor- I, Corbin Shifley's listening. If so, Corbin, rot in hell. Oh, man. Whoa. This is FCC clean. Wow. I'm, I apologize for that. I don't know who that was calling. I'm being honest. I actually um, don't. Yeah, because, um, yeah. So I, I apologize for that. We like to keep it FCC clean. I think actually that I don't. I don't think I that know, word, yeah, that H E like double hockey stick, isn't that? But just teetering don't, on the edge. Please don't. Don't, don't yeah, come after our friends. Yeah, don't go after people like that. Um, that was messed up. But yeah, like, like Babe Ruth 
said farewell to Yankee Stadium in 1934 today. We say farewell to you now here on Brody and Eric Super Sports That's Radio right, Show. That's right, folks. Send us out, Eric. Thank you so much for listening, and we appreciate all the, the calls uh, this week, guys. It really made the show really fun and interesting. We hope you guys have a good, safe week out there, and we'll catch you next week on Brody and Eric's Super Sports Show.